Newstalk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair, David Byrne. He's the Managing Director of Lisney. That's Ireland's largest independently owned multidisciplinary property advisory company. David, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you, Bobby. Thanks very much. Not at all. Now, listen, uh, we like to know a little bit about the background uh, to our executive chair guest. So it all started for you growing up in Ratfarnham. I know your parents were in business. I think I know uh, the operation that they were involved in was on Dawson Street. Would that be right? It was on Wicklow Street and now Wicklow on Street. Street. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Tell us a little bit about that and your involvement in said business. Well, my parents set up a retail business in the 80s, uh, known as the Sweater Shop, as I said, that kind of started life on, on Wicklow Street uh, and is, is now on Nassau Street. Uh, I guess I would have grown up, in truth, in a house, Bobby, kind of surrounded by business talk, uh, if that makes sense. The, uh, yeah. the product was sweaters, so it was uh, you're surrounded by business talk and sweaters. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, like, I guess any uh, child growing up in a house with a family business, I was involved uh, from from a young age, brought in at yeah. the weekends, packing boxes, working on the shop floor, whatever was going on, uh, there wasn't uh, too much time for rest. Uh, very interestingly, yeah, you did, I think you did your, your transition, your placement uh, in Lisney's, but you were interested in, in property at a very young age. And it's it's probably unusual, I suppose, that, you know, that you might do your work experience in transition and actually end up in that in that sector. Yeah, I think it, it probably is. Um, as you say, I had an interest in property from a very young age, which is probably a reflection of a misspent youth in, in truth. Um, but uh, I spent two weeks in Lisney when I was 16. And, you know, to be honest with you, I, I kind of I knew immediately after after those two weeks that I, I loved both the company and the industry, uh, as it were, and that it was something I definitely wanted to pursue uh, after after school and after college, as it were. Um, you're, you're, you you went to uh, to UCD. Uh, you studied psychology. You also did a a, a property degree uh, in uh, what's now. TU Dublin, uh, DIT, I believe it was at the time. That's right. But that is a very interesting, I suppose, combo if we look at the psychology of property. Let's just chat about that for a second. Yeah, it is. It's an interesting combo, was right. I mean, I suppose, you know, I always I always had a fascination in the whole area of psychology, if you like. And I suppose what interested me was, you know, in truth. What you know? Why do we think the way we think? What motivates us, etc. And you know, at that stage, by the time I went to UCD in two thousand and one, I had been a- a- around Lisney and the property industry for a number of years. And in fact, what I found was there was kind of direct a direct combination or correlation between both, because property is first and foremost a people business, uh, and I believe it always will be. And so they, you know, whilst they might appear completely unrelated. Uh, I have to say, you know, as you kind of get into property and understand the the dynamics of of the industry and what drives it, there's a huge amount of psychology uh, in 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 our industry used on a daily basis. Yeah, and if you picture the scene where, you know, maybe something like a, a property transaction for lots of people might be a once in a lifetime event. It's a huge commitment. It's a big financial. Uh, 
you know, commitment. And I, I presume, you know, you get the best and worst of people coming out when there's when there's so much at stake. Well, you do. I mean, it's, 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 you know, as you quite rightly say, it's, it's a transaction you may only be involved in once or twice in your life on the residential side of, of property or indeed maybe more regularly in the commercial side. But generally, the stakes are pretty high um, and there is pressure involved um, and stress. And I mean, certainly on the residential side, they say moving house is one of the most stressful things you can do. Um, so, of course, it brings out, you know, the best in people and, uh, you know, in a stressful situation, perhaps they're not so best in people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, that's all part of the, uh, you know, the interest in, in, in truth in, in the industry and, and property generally. OK, now you, you spent some time in the UK. W- was that with Lisney or was it was was that with a different business? No, that was with a different business um, in 2010. So obviously we were kind of in the depths of the recession here at the time. Uh, and I always had a kind of an interest in, you know, working in the London market, kind of believing it was probably a more fast paced market, maybe a little bit more sophisticated at the time than the property market we had here. And so I kind of thought it was an opportunity at that time to to try it out. So I went to work for a company called Martian Parsons, who I was very fortunate to, to work with. And in truth, I learned a lot from at the time. And, you know, when I was there, and I guess I saw some aspects of how the market operated there, it encouraged me to nearly want to come home and um, it, it kind of try and bring some of those pieces of innovation that I saw in the property market in the UK back into both. Yeah, most businesses have have had have seen change post covid david and again we saw stories during the pandemic of people buying buying and selling well particularly buying properties unseen was that a bit of revelation of a revelation to you as somebody uh, you know that somebody would actually buy a property without seeing it well, we, we had actually cases pre-COVID where people had had bought properties unseen. Um, but I mean, what it did overnight, obviously, was for a period of time, in any event, move everything online. You know, so the only access we had to property was via, um, uh, you know, online viewing and then in truth, online transactions. And certainly, you know, in the residential side, again, the market proved much more resilient than I think anybody would have expected. Um, and so that that process of actually transacting online or people saying, well, yes, I've seen enough. I'm happy enough to make an offer. That probably did surprise us. We thought there would be, you know, the continued level of interest, but perhaps not the level of people who were quite happy to, to make offers and proceed with transactions without getting into the physical property. So that was an interesting yeah. phenomenon, certainly. Um, if, if we look at the Irish, I suppose, societies, and again, coming back to a little bit of psychology, but our relationship with the family home, the importance of, you know, of, 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 of striving to be able to buy your own home, the fact that that's kind of no longer doable, um, or it's certainly more challenging, does that present your business with a challenge as well, de facto? Uh, I, th- I think it does. I mean, you know, I think there is innately in the, in the Irish psyche this desire to, to buy and own your own home, as it were. And I mean, there's, there's no doubt it is an exceptionally difficult thing to do now. It is exceptionally difficult to get on the property ladder. But what we haven't 
seen or noticed is a kind of a diminishment in people's aspiration to do that, as it were. So the, the demand for property in Bobby, you know, ha- hasn't kind of ebbed in any way, shape or form. Um, but it is just, you know, exceptionally more difficult for people to, to get on that ladder. And I think COVID was an interesting uh, time because, you know, as we were all, you know, in lockdown and unable to spend kind of disposable income, as we may have been prior to that, what was happening was a lot of people who had that those aspirations to buy property were using the time to save. Um, and so they came out of COVID probably with more savings. And in actual fact, then we saw a bit of a bump, you know, or a bit of a lift in the property market as there was more money there to spend on property. And are these, is this the, the I suppose, the big cohort of the market that are known as cash buyers? Is that is that ultimately who they are? People who were unaffected, I suppose. And, and you know, lots of people were affected financially. Oh, by COVID. I, I do accept uh, that that there was a an element that weren't. But, you know, when you hear about cash buyers, it's hard to conceive that, you know, people could be sitting on, you know, uh, five, six hundred thousand just and having it ready to go if the right type of property came along. But they do exist. They do. I mean, it's quite remarkable, uh, as you say, and it's a very fortunate position for anyone to be in. Um, and I suppose, you know, look, that that may derive uh, or arise for people for, from a variety of different reasons. But yeah, I mean, we would say that 60% of, of our sales transactions would be, you know, mortgage based and 40% would be cash. And that's fairly consistent. Um, however, as you move kind of up the market, Interestingly, so the the, the more expensive houses, uh, it kind of almost flips and cash becomes far more prominent uh, and mortgage lending not as prominent. So, yeah, it's a very strong feature of the the residential market, no doubt. The big news last week, uh, David, um, again, the acquisition of the uh, Sotheby's brand. uh, Very interesting um, strategy. One would have said that Lisney's in itself is a very powerful brand. I understand the commercial arm of the business is unaffected, but uh, why this acquisition of the Sotheby's brand? You know, when 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 your own brand is so strong in the indigenous market. Yeah, we are. I mean, we really are very fortunate to have a very strong brand. You know, almost ninety years in existence in in the Irish market. You know, our business is both a residential and commercial business, so we're multidisciplinary, as you referred to. Um, I guess where it stems from, Bobby, is kind of our our strategic perspective, which is always client-centered. So our view is that if we look at everything we do in our business and take our strategy uh, from the perspective of what more can we do for our clients, what value add can we bring to the service we provide our clients, um, when we considered it on the residential uh, aspect of our business, certainly a growing feature of the residential market are the number of international buyers looking in the residential market. And they're both expat buyers returning home from abroad, but also you know international buyers who are relocating yeah. to Ireland. Um, and we felt, well, you know, we're very fortunate to have a strong Irish brand, but. What could we do that would enhance the service? How could we uh, expose our, our clients' properties uh, to a global market to ensure that they're, they're marketed to their very best advantage at home and abroad? 
And we thought, well, this strategic alliance between Lisney Residential and Sotheby's International Realty um, was an obvious choice from our perspective. It was providing people, I guess, in our view, with the best of both worlds, a very strong Irish brand uh, linked in with uh, an interna- internationally recognized global brand. OK, well, look, it's a great story and I, I understand uh, the logic and strategy behind it. It's about internationalization and uh, good to hear your story, David, a property man. Uh, true and true. Thanks for sharing it with us this morning. Thank you very much, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.